It's Tuesday, September 28th, back here in the studio. I'm Logan, that's the Giggler. We're talking about What If, Titans, and the OG Venom 2018, folks. This is Mostly Superheroes. Welcome to Mostly Superheroes, a weekly pursuit for the world's best stories with an emphasis on live-action superhero stuff. I'm your host, Logan. Here we are, back again, another week in the basement, here in the studio, with just a single co-host this week. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up. You know him. He's the giggler. That me. How you doing, Andy? Spectacular. Are you feeling just full and satisfied after maybe the best bowl of white chicken chili you've ever had? Yes, yes. Compliments to the chef. Um, <laughs> it was a great meal. Honestly, when you texted me that, I was very excited today. Yes. That's, that's a that's a good meal, and you, you didn't disappoint. Did we do okay? Yes. You yeah. Didn't. I, I'd throw that in a rotation of whatever foods you want to make for us on Wednesdays, and I'd be down for it. Well, you know, or Tuesdays, how we are this week. Oh, a yeah. little early. We're mixing it up. Yes, it is just me. It is just the giggler. Uh, PC Mike's doing all right. He's out there. Life happens as always, and he'll be back again to join us. Um, Andy, you know, funny story about that white chicken chili. I remembered that I liked it so much that I made it about a year ago. And I was telling Carrie, we have some in the deep freezer. Because <laughs> so we had so much. Oh, That's I so mean, weird. I have no idea. But it was like, you know, we had too much left. We were like, we don't want to throw it away. I feel like we've done this with lasagna, too, where it's like, this is like the end of times food, right? This is like <laughs> when it's all gone down and you're like, hey. Do we have anything in the freezer to heat up? Oh, thank God, a Ziploc bag frozen with white chicken chili. Dude, DoorDash just makes it too easy now. I'm like, right. I can't even eat the food that's in my fridge, let alone, no way I'm going to get to the stuff that's in my freezer. Right, you're, not, like, you're eating the fresh stuff. I'd rather have Panda Express for the seventh time in a month. Um, I want to give you, uh, you the opportunity to give a quick update on your triathlon. You mentioned last week that you had a all-day affair of bowling, golf, Cornhole. Cornhole. Yep. Like a, pretty pretty much like a beer Olympics of like tri- it triathlon. It was a day. I can't wait till next year. Saw a lot of people that I hadn't seen in a while. So much fun. Uh, didn't go as well as we liked. I don't know what our final placement was. Probably somewhere near the middle. We were shooting for top 10 out of 24 teams. You were shooting for number one. I, I really. You said on here that you were going to win. I was being facetious there but mm, it i seems it seemed to me I, I really believed in you i was cheering for you i told other friends Dude, about it i didn't understand how good people are at bowling i thought i was decent but i was i was struggling to crack 100 so mm-hmm. uh golf went pretty well i think we shot like seven over par we were in the middle of the pack bowling though we were like the bottom five my me personally out of 50 people i was like in the bottom five so you had some good bowlers yeah probably I, I, I couldn't believe it i like we need to join a league you, you like bowling yeah I do. Let's, I, I actually let's, was in a league, you know, as a young kid. Um, same. And I had so much fun doing it. So. As long as it's, like, kind of a fun thing where it's, like, beers, get some chicken wings. Yeah. I mean, even though chicken wings and bowling balls. In a, in a post-COVID world, Dude. bowling balls kind of gross me out a little bit, so I think I'd have to have my own. I'd just stay away from the bowling alley food, probably. But <laughs> <laughs> luckily, we had pizza delivered. And okay. And uh, bags tournament went okay. We were in, like, the top five or six. And, uh yeah, it was so much fun. I really, well, condolences I, on not winning. I'd recommend doing this with if you've never heard of this. You no, should, I've done this. 
down in God's country, Bon Terre. Oh, good. PC Mike knows about this. We have a group of friends. They call it uh, the men, like a men's triathlon, and it's just a it's a drunk fest. It's always ended in like really abruptly. Like it's always like a big group of people at the last place, just too too intoxicated. So I picture the same thing. Yeah, this is happening pretty, with pretty you guys. Much, pretty much. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of weird stuff going on. <laughs> well, uh, glad you had a fun weekend. Glad it, sounds like it was action packed. Uh, welcome back to the studio. And yeah, why don't we go ahead and break it open with our first section of the day? We got a lot to cover. We got three big superhero titles. Because of that, we're going to keep our what you watch and two of those. But first up, as always, let's highlight the fans. Fan mail. We always feature fans first. I'm mostly superheroes, of course. You fans, without you, there's nothing going on in the show. It's just literally us in the studio be talking to ourselves. The interactions we get from the mostly superhero squad, from the the weirdos that even write us online. <laughs> We're not going to call anybody out by name. I don't want to make anybody feel bad because I don't want to discourage people messaging us. Bring it on. But I we agree. had a guy this week. Andy's an admin on the Facebook page now. <laughs> so you get to see the glorious stuff out there on the internet. It's crazy. It's pretty I, funny I never now. expected this, that all this that would come from all this fame. Yeah, all this fame. It's only going to get worse, my friend. But we also want to hear from you on the telephone. Yeah, remember the old-timey telephone. Give us a dial. Put us in your cell phone. Save this number, 754-CALL-LOG. That's 754-225-5564. Been featuring more and more of these each and every week, and we can't wait to feature you with the latest topic you want to discuss. Now, we don't really have any fans to highlight, per se, and, I mean, that's on you. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I've said this on the show before. Like, I want to feature a fan right now, and we had some folks in the squad try to, like, give some topics. I'll just, Shanna, Scott, those two, they they are showing up for us on the daily always but we got to get some more people calling and writing in if you're listening um and you haven't if you haven't got to like get a topic on the table this is what we're calling you out right now we want you to put it in the facebook group you can write us on the website or you can call us at that studio phone but i thought instead to keep it fun keep it light let's show off some new merch please do i need uh, are you in need of some new stuff yes i've been looking at that pillow like hmm all right let's just kick it off we i have a little show and tell um, we have it here on the screen, mostly superheroes.com forward slash merch, but here on the, in the studio, got this hoodie. I'm actually going to wear this to Venom this week. So if you're going to see it in Venom, we're going to talk about this later, but you can watch for this thing. Uh, I got yeah, a little, there's a little notebook. I you like can get. that. I like that a lot. This is all through our T public partner, tpublic.com. You can get your, your logo on merch. They do like the eco-friendly green products. That's why we went with them. Um, we got some stickers and magnets. Yeah. Uh, you got QR code, the mostly superheroes logo. Uh, I did put a couple of these magnets on the fridge, and Carrie thought I had put stickers on the fridge. <laughs> I think she told you this earlier, like yeah. during dinner. I thought the same. I was like, "What a psychopath!" <laughs> just looking on the fridge, like two QR codes just <laughs> stuck on, like it's some outdoor garage fridge, but well, it's like it's literally the kitchen fridge. The tattoos fridge. coming soon. Yeah, QR code on the forehead, maybe? What if they do the QR code, like, wrong a little bit, and it's just, like, directs you to, like, another website that's, <laughs> just like, slightly off. super effed up? Yeah. <laughs> it just takes you just, like, some porn site. It's just, yeah. like, your face just slightly wrong. Um, Lemonparty.com. And then the last thing we got is a pillow. Look at this throw pillow, dude. How sick is this? Is it crazy to you that you have your face on a pillow, though? It definitely messes with me, like, psychologically a little. Like, I walk in the house, and it's, like, in the main part of the living room, and I'm always just, like... There it is. That's me. Yep. And I'm also like, wow, I'm so lucky that Carrie doesn't kick my ass out. <laughs> like, I, I'm like, yeah, I want that. But I like when I lay on it, I'll be like just really snuggling up to Logan. Well, that, here's a little teaser. Or not? Here's a teaser of things to come, Andy. How would you feel if 
there were three faces on this. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Because that's coming. Okay. Little little foreshadowing for season three coming in 2022. Just a little heads up. That's cool. You might get, have to have some merch with the Giggler's face on it. <laughs> Can't wait. Oh, man. I love pillows. <laughs> um, guys, get over and buy some merch if you want to support the pod. It's a really easy way to do it and a way to support your favorite independent podcast. Again, T Public, all the way green. They're doing deals all the time. Like every week or two, they do 25% off tees, hoodies. So you can get these hoodies we got, these t-shirts, pillows, a book, um, all sorts of good stuff at mostlysuperheroes.com forward slash merch. We, uh, we appreciate the support. Every dollar that you put into the show goes right back into the show. All right, let's talk about what we're watching. What you watching? All right, uh, what you watching? So you can tell we did skip the news this week. This is another three banger episode. This is one of those weeks in this time where we live where literally there are three superhero titles that come out on a given week, and it's just happening over and over. I can't believe it still. Bro, imagine when Mandalorian starts, and you throw that on top of all the superhero things. Don't you dare just get me going on the Mandalorian right <laughs> I know, now. I know. I've been seeing... It's such a great problem to have. It is, and I watched that uh, the gallery on Disney+, Plus, the second behind-the-scenes episode of The Mandalorian. They did just a special on the season two finale of The Mandalorian. So you might remember about eight months ago, or actually probably about the time the Mandalorian season two wrapped up, they did the gallery, you know, behind the scenes, the Mandalorian. This is episode two of like this ongoing series. I think it's called the gallery. Hmm. Highly recommend it because it was literally just about the season two finale of the Mandalorian. And and I'm trying not to like really say anything else because if you're a listener that's like, I haven't watched it yet. I haven't watched it yet. I've got your back right now. Like I'm looking out for you because this is a big spoiler. It's one of the biggest things we try to keep under hush, but you know what I'm talking about, Andy. Yeah. That big finale, the big ending. Anyone that hasn't seen it yet, I suggest that you get caught up right now. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's enough. Yeah. This is one of those that, like, if you're trying to be like, oh, I want to see the show, you better watch it now because we're not going to be able to keep these spoilers at bay. It's going to be like the MCU. You yeah. know, everything's just kind of like coming out because you have to know a little bit about everything to kind of see what's coming up in the future. Yeah. Isn't that the, the moment that even, even PC Mike was like, should we even talk about that this week? I don't want to spoil it for anyone. He literally, he was so I, concerned about like our, at that time, probably 20 people that listened to the show. <laughs> He's like, we can't spoil this for these people. I was like, dude, I get it. Like that was one of those that you don't want to ruin. And that's why we're, we're doing a great job right now. Even we haven't said anything. I'm done. That's it. <laughs> Mandalorian, the gallery, check out that behind the scenes. And uh, folks <laughs> right now we are in the DC universe. HBO max picked up the Titans. This is the third season. It's the first season on HBO. We are nine episodes in. This latest episode, we're going to talk about full spoiler right now for the episode titled Souls. Coming in at 44 minutes. This is a TVMA show. There is mature aspects to it. I will say this episode is a lot cleaner than the one we talked about last week. (laughs) Um, And the description from HBO Max reads, After waking up on a mysterious train, Tim Drake teams up with two familiar heroes to locate an elusive bridge back to the land of the living. Meanwhile, Rachel grapples with her own powers in a desperate attempt to resurrect Donna. Let's just say it. This episode was awesome. It was the other half of the crew. We finally get some representation from the ladies in the Titans. We get a little bit more of Tim Drake. We get a little bit about souls and what happens when you die. I was so happy for the change of pace and a different look at a different storyline. I got to personally just give it up for this episode real quick. So I did enjoy it. Giggler, we already gave that spo- that gut check and the spoiler alert. Give us your thoughts on this episode before we dive into the story. 
Okay. I was definitely not as hyped on it as you are. No, I don't want to boo it. I don't want to boo it. Well, those are the only two buttons. (laughs) But, like, (laughs) I just... It's either that or we do what you watch and again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) No, no, no. I just... It's kind of, like, the first... The season has been so fast-paced and, like, I don't even want to say, like, built in, like, realism, but, like, a lot of it has seemed to be semi-realistic. But, like, now we get to this where it's, like, kind of like a bit supernatural-ishy. You know, you know what yes. I'm saying? Yeah, it's you got like, you got things about death, you got like things about spirits. Like it's been very grounded in Gotham City crime, and now we're in a very supernatural place. Yeah, but at the same time, I guess that's been like part of the, the show, a theme, part of the show for the first two seasons. So, I mean, you, you, we were kind of waiting for this to happen. Like I think even last week, I I said something to myself in my in my head when we had the uh, redoing coming up, and we had the the Titans like theme or uh, the, the photo main photo from the HBO max up, up and they, they yes. were on here with Raven and uh, Donna. And I was like, they still haven't been, we're, we're about to be in double digit episodes and there haven't been any yet. So I, I knew this was coming. And when it, I saw the episode with souls, I thought, I think we talked about this last week that it was likely it would be this, what we were waiting for. So I'm glad, I mean, it's, it's advancing the story with people that we haven't seen in a while, but I'm, I'm really excited with the ending. We'll get there obviously, but um, overall, it, it wasn't my favorite one, but I, I know that it was necessary. Well, sir, I thank you for that. I call that a fair share. That's a fair share. Fair share. Yeah, and I appreciate the honesty because I'm with you. It wasn't like I this. I mean, I mean, this episode didn't change my mind. I mean, it didn't like change my life. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it was just it was great just to see something different. I think that I was just pumped for that. So, with without further ado, let's get right into what happens in this one because I honestly think for as this thing being a 44 minutes, there's not a lot really to. This was more of a side story and yeah. let, let's just break it wide open so this is the other characters you haven't had these folks in a while you got raven she's back where is she she's at the help me with the name of this place andy the the masira the masira which is if you're not familiar wonder woman town this were wonder woman diana Di- diana prince that's her name, right? In the, I think so. In D.C., I believe. Yeah. She is from this place. So this is where Wonder Woman's from. Why is she there? She has the body of Donna Choi. Troy? Choi? I was like, I couldn't, I, I'm, I'm literally kind of making a joke I think here. During right. the whole episode, I was like, are they saying Choi? <laughs> like, or is it Troy? Is it with a C-H? I don't know. All right, Donna it's Troy. Be, it's got to be Troy. And if you don't know from seasons one of two of Titans, at this point, we're going to assume you guys are fans like us. She is like Wonder Woman's, like, niece. I mean, I don't know if it's definitely not her daughter or, like, maybe not even her niece, but maybe, like, her cousin. You know, they are from the Masira. Why is Raven there? She is trying to bring Donna back to life because she died in season two. I at think a carnival. It, at a carnival. <laughs> at a carnival, <laughs> nonetheless. Which, as we find out, she is not too fond of. And how do we find out what a dead person's thinking? Well, first of all, at the Masira, you learn that Raven's been trying to bring back Donna along with the rest of the Amazonian women. They're all like, here's our friend Donna. Let's try to let's put her in this ceremony room. We got some stuff that you've never seen before. Is Wonder Woman going to show up? I wish. Probably not. <laughs> if I know this show. No, exactly. It's Titans. They'll talk about her, though. They'll talk about it, and they'll be like, man, she's killing it. I mean, I don't even know if they really did talk about her that much, but either way, she's not around. And it's like, can I bring her back? And they're struggling with this. They're struggling with it. Raven's trying to use her powers. The Masira people are kind of like not so happy about that. They're like, don't be doing dark powers around here. We got our own way of doing stuff. 
And then there's a lesson in there about that <laughs> and, and like embracing change. Like she kind of like, you know, says her piece about like, you're just scared of me. Like, give me a chance. Either way, what's happening on the other side of death's door? But we do find Donna Troy sitting on a train in the afterlife. How do you know it's the afterlife? Well, because it's in black and white. Made it very easy to tell. This was interesting because we popped this on on the projector outside. Um, like you thought last it broke. Thursday night. And I was like, this is interesting. It's like <laughs> the color is off. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's because they were in. It was very much like Supernatural, the show. This is what they would do when they would jump over to like another reality or a death world. It goes like dark. So that helps you with the back and forth. The only places you're back and forth to in this episode, though, are Death World and the Masira. You're not hearing about, you're not hearing from any of the other Titans. This is like this is all the way just this episode. Um, so on the death side, who does she find on the train? But Tim Drake. Tim Drake, who who are we talking about? Maybe a future Robin. This guy got shot in the back like twice, at least once, by Jonathan Crane. This was at the season. This was at the finale of the last episode, titled home um and where what happened after he got shot well he did die we're learning he died and he's on the other side here but he's not ready to move on the train's headed straight it's like we're gonna take it to the afterlife he says i'm ditching the train this is straight out of souls it's all souls he's like i ain't going yet i got more left to do haven't even been robbing yet <laughs> I haven't even been robbing been studying him though been studying him i studied batman all right donna Choi says all right even though i was fine sitting on this train and I guess there really is no time in this place because this is a long time after, you know, between deaths. She jumps off the train, goes to find him. And what does she do? She finds him in the woods. And before they can even get a lot of words out, these soul catchers, ghouls, show up. They're like black ghouls and they take your souls and they'll take you all the way down to Hades. How do I know this? Who shows up? Hank. Hank. Hawk. What a guy. He looks good. He looks good. He for looks happy. He looks good for a dead guy. Dude, I got such... Way better than last time we saw him. I got such Dean Winchester vibes from this. Like, this is, again, Supernatural plug. Like, him in the other world. He's got his muscle car. He's, like, knows everything about it. He's this badass hunter. He's like, those are ghouls. I take him out. I'll take you to this bar. He takes him to a bar that's, like, a hotel. And the whole thing is like, hey, guess what? I learned about a bridge. A bridge back to life, he says. He says, why don't you come with me, and we'll all go back to life. It's that simple. I'd be down. Oh, I'd, absolutely. I'd be like, yeah, let's get another go. <laughs> let's try it again. Um, we also learned, like, some magic about this place. You can basically make stuff show up in your hands no matter what it is. As long as you want it. If you want it bad enough. Hank does some guns. We get a cool fight scene at the end with Donna and her sword. She's, like, struggling with, like, coming back to life. Do I want to be a hero again? I'm like, wah, wah, wah. Like, do you want to be alive or not? <laughs> Like, go be alive. She decides, yeah, all right. Hank sacrifices himself, essentially. I think he made it, though. He's still, like, in the afterlife. Because yeah, he's with his brother. Because his brother shows up. Duh. Dove? Uh, Doesn't he call it? Don. 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 Right, Don. Yeah, Don and Don. Confusing and, as and like, there, there he was at the end. He sacrificed himself, but he gets to see his, his friend, and they're going to hang out. It's cool. Um, but what happens on the other side, this is really jumping to the end. But like I said, this, is, this doesn't really take a lot to move through. I feel like Donna and Tim Drake are back in the land of the living. Um, help me with Tim Drake, Andy, because I the, the Donna ending is kind of the big ending that I want to end with. But Tim Drake, what, where does he – he's in a hospital. 
right? Yes. He's, he's just on the surgery After he got table. shot. After, After he got, got shot. shot yep. And he's like, oh, he's back. He's back. All right, cool. So what happens to Donna? We get back to the Masira. We get Raven, who's maybe come to terms a little bit with the Amazonians. Maybe not. Either way, she's still living there, still wearing their clothes. She's got the white dress on. And she comes into the room where Donna's body's been, and the body is gone. Flash over to a random room of a random castle in Europe where we find Bruce Wayne burning this place to the ground and just kind of standing in this fire like he's here to kill himself. But who shows up? But Donna Choi pulls him out, takes him to another room. He says, am I dead? She said, no. And he's like, aren't you dead? Where's Khaleesi? Khaleesi. (laughs) And she goes, not anymore. That's pretty good. <laughs> it's it is a banger of a of the of a song. It reminds the, me like a when the credits roll, like a wrestling theme song or something. <laughs> All right, that's Titans, uh, episode nine, season three. Andy, let's wrap this thing up. You brought some notes. What are we missing? Uh, what else are, uh, you want to talk about on this thing? Uh, are we missing any major storylines? Before we prepare ourselves for episode 10. No, that literally was everything. I took three notes on that one. And they were, we, Not a lot. we hit them all? Yeah. Um, yeah, like, yeah, it's 44 minutes. There's, I mean, it feels like there's a lot happening, but it's just kind of like a big, long mission. Yeah, I'm excited for them all to be reunited now. Yeah. And be like, what the F? You were dead, now you're alive. This yeah. is weird now. Yeah. And then see, like, now they're more complete, complete team to attack what the hell is going to happen with Crane. Which we don't even Jason know. Jason Todd now. Yeah, exactly. Like, they're kind of reeling from their loss slash murdering of someone now. So, I don't know. Yeah, they're about I to power no, up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's like, I was looking at the poster for the show. If you go to HBO and look at the poster, there's like 20 people on it now. I mean, there's More? So, I mean, it's just so, it's just all the same people. But, like, when you start really, like, going down the list of all the characters in this show... Like, it's just a lot of people. So I mean, it's you, all the Titans. You think we might see more dead by the end? Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Gotta be. Because something's going to happen with Barbara Gordon. Um, what's going to happen with... I don't even know. I, it's too hard to make predictions in this thing because it's like, honestly, at this point in the series, we're nine episodes in. Crane and Red Hood have kind of like... They're standing still kind of at the, the moment. There's not really anything... Isn't there... There's not like really anything looming except for like Red Hood is still at large. And they're like, you know, we got to figure out how to stop him. How we are, are we gonna, how are we gonna save Jason Todd, or are we gonna just stop him? That's it. Yeah, it's gonna be a big moral decision. And they got kill the whole, him or they, save him. And they got the team. They kind of got like the yeah. whole band here now. Yeah, we got what four or so left? I think there's thir- thirteen. Sounds about right. If there are thirteen, then we got four to go, my friend. Wow. All right, that's season three, episode nine. It's called Souls. It'll be in the DCU library. Andy, have you checked out the library? Yes, but. This just totally remain, reminded me of a whole other tangent that we haven't even talked about. Doom about Patrol. the show? Doom Patrol. Oh, perfect. Hey, actually, oh. it is a perfect tangent because we're talking about the DCU. Exactly. And this is actually, like, pretty close in terms of, like, DCU properties, like actual titles. These are actually pretty much related because they've oh, already yeah. crossed over. Yep. They're from the same world. So DCU, uh, talking about Doom Patrol, I am rewatching. Season, I'm, we just wrapped up season one. And we're getting ready to start season two. And season three has dropped on HBO. It's out there right now. First three episodes. 
We watched the first one. You did? Yes. Of season three? Yeah. Already? Yeah. On the first day, we were pumped. I'm not even prepared to hear. That's why we brought out the projector to watch that. I'm not even prepared to hear about it. Yeah, I won't say anything. You just want to keep it it to yourself for a moment? But like. I don't have much to say. I'm ready to see the next. I'm Other than I'm excited. Like it was a great episode and got me excited for what's to come. Okay. All right. Can't wait to break this open with you. So if you're watching Doom Patrol. Uh, we do have reviews of that at our website, mostlysuperheroes.com. And just get over to that DCU library. That's mostlysuperheroes.com forward slash DCU. We got Titans. We'll have Doom Patrol in there, movie titles, and more and more as we go. And cannot wait to talk about Doom Patrol Season 3. So definitely get that. If you have not been watching it, it's all av- available on HBO Max. Uh, everything we're talking about for DC. I mean, that's the that's the DC hub, as they call it. All right, let's switch it up. Moving on. Our last title and what you watching before we get to the break. Talking about Venom today. Cannot wait because, man, we're seeing this thing in a couple days at this point and excited to do it. But right now we're talking about the Marvel Cinematic Universe. The MCU, talking about the 28th title in terms of releases. We're talking about the animated series called What If? It's on Disney+. Plus. The premise, The Watcher, is telling you about new realities Alternate versions of the MCU that you know and love from all the movies and all the shows played out in a 20 to 30 minute story in an animated, or as Andy would call it, art way. It's the best. So fun. This one's called What If Thor Were an Only Child? (laughs) 36 minutes, Thor, who never learned to be a good hero, throws an out of control intergalactic party on Earth. I had a lot of fun. I will give it up for the episode real quick. Because you like to party? I love to party. Thor, I think I've said this before, maybe my favorite character. I think probably my favorite character in the MCU. And it's a big statement, I know. Um, but I've always loved him. Thor Ragnarok, still maybe my favorite. And to see this episode of an alternate Thor where basically, spoiler alert for the episode, Loki's not his adopted brother. That's the only difference. You've seen Thor. You've seen all the Avengers movies. Um, you know exactly what happens. The you know, Loki is uh, trying to take over Earth, and it's like, oh, my gosh, what are you doing here? And then uh, you got Thor Ragnarok. Oh, you're pretending to be Odin and all this nonsense and all this madness. Okay, none of that. This is literally just Thor as an only child. This is really picking on only childs, I think. You're right. Andy, tell us what you thought about this one, number seven of What If, season one. I loved it. Uh, the last few have just kind of been keep getting better by better, and this is continuing that trend for sure. And I'm what we got two left. I'm. I can't wait to see where, where these ones go now. And we can't wait to talk about how this one ends yes. and how it begins. Yes, uh, yes, yes. Episode 8. All right, let's just get into it. This one's a blast. So much fun. Like we said, Loki is not Thor's brother. How How is that different? So if you're not familiar with the storyline, uh, the parents of Thor, Odin and Frigga, they adopt Loki as a young uh, Jotunheim baby during a big war with the Ice Giants. Well, in this version, he takes the baby back and gives it gives him to his dad, which is like the right thing to do. Like, don't be truth, don't be stealing babies, especially when you know <laughs> whose baby it is. I've always thought that was kind of messed up. So you kidnapped this kid, That's turned him true. against his dad. He turned out all right, I guess. I mean, only because of Loki, <laughs> and that's an alternate version. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this is basically, hey, Thor's kind of a spoiled young rich kid, gonna be king one day. Very much a Simba story. Very much Simba here, right? You got a young king, arrogant. You know, Thor will live to be thousands of years old. At this point, you know, he's only maybe 1,500 years old. So that's a young man in Asgardian terms, I believe. And what's he like to do, Andy? He likes to party. His parents have to keep an eye on him. He doesn't have the beard anymore. 
True. <laughs> he just has a bare face. This is Chris Hemsworth, right? I mean, it's got to be. I don't know. And if it's not, maybe we'll find out. But I got it. Peace. PC Giggler P- today. PC, yeah, PC Mike on the case. No, I like it. Uh, let us know if that's Chris Hemsworth. Uh, he's going to throw parties, man. That's his whole thing. And his whole uh, his whole other thing is like kind of hiding it from his parents. And what happens, uh, his dad goes into the great slumber. He like goes to sleep. And his mom is like, I'm going out of town. <laughs> and she's going out of town to hang out with her girlfriends on some other planet. Like this is a, pla- this is a time when like your parents are out of town. And this is Thor with all the powers, the hammer, Molinier, his gang of friends that you meet in the first Thor movie are all just hanging out. He's like, why don't we go party on Midgard, also known as Earth. I Andy, like that place. Andy, is it Chris Hemsworth? Trying to find out. Oh, I'm I thought you already found it. I thought I'm you were giving struggling. me the nod. No. No, no rush. No rush. You're good. Um, So he goes to Earth, and he's going to say he's just here to throw this party. Literally nothing else. You think he's there to take over. There's kind of like a scene where he falls. He's there in the middle of the city. And he's there with his friends, and you think that he's going to do, like, this hostile takeover? But it's no. It's, hey, turn up the music, invite all your friends, and get ready for a cameo episode from everybody in the whole universe, from the MCU universe. Every movie you've ever seen, you're about to see Coulson. S- somebody. Coulson. you got Coulson back in S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> you got Howard the Duck and Darcy. You get Darcy and Jane, and oh, did you find out uh, yes. the cast? Yes, all, right, so all of the people you just said were voiced by their original. So we got person. Chris Hemsworth here as Thor. Yep. We got Natalie Portman here as Jane Foster. Yep. We got uh, Darcy Lewis played by, help me out. Cat Dennings. Of course, the lovely Cat Dennings. We got Clark Gregg playing Phil Coulson. Yep. We got uh, Agent Hill played by Colby Smulders. Yep, Colby Smulders. How I Met Your Mother. Boom. We got, and every oh Seth Green he played Howard the Duck exactly I saw him tweet about it the other day um, we got Korg I'm sure that was Taika Waititi sure was um, we got Loki that was Tom Hiddleston Karen Gillum as Nebula yeah Nebula shows up Karen Gillum hey and guess who guess what version of Loki guys not the one you know we got Ice uh, Giant Loki which we got a tease of in a Loki episode oh wow. Remember? Good call. Good call. They did the whole round of yeah, Loki's yeah, on yeah, the hologram. Yeah. It was the exact one. He's there, and he's like, "My brother from another mother." Has he <laughs> has he turned blue though before? And yes, okay. yes, he yeah. has. It's not the first time. And like, it's like when he lets his magic down, he's pretty much blue. But like, I feel like in this in that world, he just would have grown up as an ice giant. Mm-hmm. And like, no, I mean, which makes me think like Frigga was suppressing like his ice genetics. Oh, for sure. Which is like kind of weird to think about it. But wow. He, I know, I know, getting a little too philosophical, but hey, the MCU, when you have this much of a universe, you're going to explore all the facets of it. We know too much. I've never even thought of that as like a kidnapping, and now I'm like... Yeah, Odin was kind of a bad guy, as we find out in Thor Ragnarok. Remember when she tears down the ceiling, and she's like, oh, proud how you got it, ashamed of how you got it. You're right. Uh, Anyway, I mean, Odin, he's fine. He came around. That's hella deep. Hella deep. Oh, oh, nice. (laughs) Um, All right, so then the party's getting out of control. Shields getting involved. They're like, what's going on? I mean, I got to highlight it again. Darcy and the duck. Darcy and Howard the duck. Like, basically, like, in a drunk night, they get married. Man, I totally forgot about that. Yes. <laughs> and uh, Thor and Jane get, like, matching tattoos. And she says, like, hers says magic, his says science. <laughs> and I immediately thought, like, are me and Carrie going to get this? And I thought, like, how many of these tattoos will happen in the next 10 years? 
QR code cat tattoos first. Though, <laughs> first, mostly superheroes. Like, how hard could that be? That looks like easy to draw. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, what else happens? Basically, S.H.I.E.L.D. runs out of options. They're like, the party's getting so big that they're breaking stuff, right? You got the giant uh, fireman from Thor Ragnarok hanging on the Statue of Liberty, burns her arm off. He's like, hey, lady. <laughs> <laughs> um, you got, you got like, uh, just people messing up all sorts of cities, knocking down buildings now and like not fi- not cleaning up after themselves, just making a big mess on Earth. And who do they call in for help? Oh, and why do they call him in for help? Cap. Captain Marvel. Uh, what Female Cap. Female Cap. Uh, Captain Marvel. Yeah, not Cap Rogers, but Captain Marvel. Uh, Brie Larson. Is, is this her? Oh, shit. I didn't even look at that. Look That's at a good that question. One. Captain Carol Danvers. I was like really blanking on her name for a minute. Carol Danvers. She comes in, and, you know, of course, like she does in Endgame, she's like, where's Fury? Well, what happened to Fury? Well, he got taken out by Korg. And this is what basically was like, you know, no one's gotten hurt yet. Well, the first person that really got hurt was Nick Fury of S.H.I.E.L.D. And he got basically like killed by Korg running through, remember? Oh, my God. Yeah. So they call on Captain Marvel, and this is where the episode goes from a 6 to an 11. It's not voice fire, by the way. It's not. I knew it. Yeah. All right, all right, somebody else. And she says, get out of here, Thor. And he's like, why don't you just party? And she's like, no. And he's like, you're a party pooper. And everybody starts making fun of her, like pointing at her. And they have a fight in the desert. And I don't know about you, Andy, but I was getting Dragon Ball Z vibes. This was my number one on my notes. Oh, my gosh. The music, the intensity, the thunder, the God of Thunder versus Captain Marvel all out battle who's going to win this thing punching on punching power blast for power blast i had the chills i'm talking i had like infinity war thor comes in with stormbreaker chills wow and i'm and i'm like this is a card solid yeah that's exactly and like i said i'm not i'm i'm honest about this episode it was at a six because i was like this is a little boring and then it was a 11 all right so they fight she doesn't really get anywhere with him he goes back to partying and They've come up with this plan. S.H.I.E.L.D. and Captain Marvel take out Thor to the middle of the desert. And you can nuke him, basically. Because Captain Marvel can like become like 10 nukes if she just explodes her energy. And he's like, all right. She's like, all right, I'll take his ass out there. I'll blow him to hell. And once they get out there, Agent Hill's like, we're going to nuke them both. And Clark Gregg's like, why? He's like, Captain Marvel's going to help us. And she's like, that's what we're going to do. Captain Marvel will be fine. And all it's all and Captain Marvel's about to boom. Thor's about to like do more lightning. And the nukes are about to come in. It's a, all about to just go to hell, really. And because of Natalie Portman, because of Jane Foster, who b- bravely called Heimdall, had her take her up to Asgard, talked to Frigga, Thor's mom, was like, Hey, your son's making a mess on Earth. <laughs> Calls his mommy. And she's like, he, he she comes back, she interrupts the whole thing and Mommy. And Thor like even says to Jane, she's like, you narked on me or something like that? <laughs> like, told on me? And the mom's coming, right? And you're like, you're kind of like, okay, the episode's probably over now. No, this is like the last mission of the episode. The last mission of the episode is Thor has to convince all the people that were partying to clean. It's like, guys, my mom's going to be here any minute. <laughs> and I, I need you to help me clean it up. So they all band together. They clean it up and basically kind of get away with it. Captain Marvel and Thor are on the same page. They kind of like fist bump and then Frigga and all the Asgardians go back. Earth's okay. And he goes and sees Jane in her like science trailer. 
and he's there in the desert and she opens the door and it's like she's like hey and they're like they're gonna be together like it kind of ends the same way as thor you're like he's kind of finding the same journey now and now he's got captain marvel you're, you got jane and you're just thinking like i'm just kind of watching thor be born again this is cool and it was the first happy ending of what if wow so i thought great so i thought do you remember and then as thor walks off there's a shadow in the distance and the watcher says oh so i thought because he says like it was a happy ending and he's like so i thought and who is it portal comes through droids come through who's leading the droids who's in it ultron with all the infinity stones Oh, wait, he doesn't have the mind. <gasps> Faceplate goes up. Vision body. Mindstone, Ultron, all of them. <laughs> Credits roll. Yeah, real. Holy shit. I was jaw on the ground. Tell me what you, you did. Went, when you said earlier that 6 to 11, that's what, that's what happened to me on that, that ending. Yeah, we're at a 20 now. (laughs) My ears are bleeding, you know, at that point. It is vision, body, inside of Ultron, body, all the Infinity Stones, and he has just showed up to Earth. Oh, my gosh. They have cliffhanged us every episode. This one, I mean, you can hear it. I mean, I am, I was blown away. And I have to be a little selfish. It was also because I called this. This is giving up for the show. This is a humble brag. We already put it on Twitter and put it in the Facebook group because I'm a narcissist. But I was like, I had to tell you guys, this is what you're coming to the show for. Like, we are in tune with what's going on. I said this back in August. What if Ultron would have gotten the body he created of a division? And guess what, Andy? So this is the ending, right? Episode 7. Well, we've already seen the poster, baby. Episode 8, we're getting the story. Did you see that? Yes. It's so beautiful. It's got to be James Spader. It's beautiful. It, right? Oh, yeah, got to be. Got to be James please, Spader. Please be. It can't be anyone else. Are you excited? Yes. How did you feel about this, this episode? Exactly, Tell me about it. Obviously, I fanboyed out. You, you crushed it because at times I was like, I, I think I like fell asleep for a little bit during this. I get it. I, I, I get it. So did Thor. There's a part where he like wake, they're like waking <laughs> up. They're like in the bed. Like Jane's like waking up in the bed and they're all like hung over and sleepy. And I was like, guys, pick out. But they knew. They knew they were going to pick it up. But it still was. It, it was an amazing episode. And I, I like the end. Like the sound like of when that portal was opening. I can mm. hear that right now in my head. Not even going to try to imitate it. But it's like. Yep. Like and it was that. like Thanos nah, coming nah, nah, nah. in. It's like the. Yeah, exactly. It felt like that. Yes. Which makes sense. Cause he and knows. he has them all. And like the big question on I've seen online is like soul for a soul. How'd this guy get this thing? Well. I mean, he got it. And here's the thing. Not everybody that has all the Infinity Stones did a soul swap. Like, the Avengers proved that in Endgame. Like, you can just end up with the stones if you take them. Maybe well, we'll, well, that's not re- really true. Natasha died. <laughs> maybe if we'll see it uh, Maybe we'll see it in the, this next episode. Yeah, because I am like, what happens when this guy got that body from Age of Ultron? We're talking about Age of Ultron here. If you haven't, if you haven't relived Age of Ultron in a while, do yourself a favor and put it on. It is easily top two. Three Marvel movies. I mean, I, I almost, I almost, I dance around the word perfect on that movie. That's a very good Avengers film, and 
Ultron makes this body, the Avengers take it, and they make the vision, they put the Mind Stone in it, and you're like, okay, Ultron gets killed. What if he got that thing? What happens next? We're going to see it in What If, episode 8, it looks like, Andy. And then a big finale. What's going to happen in this finale? We were hoping that things were going to connect, and we're getting our wish, and I'm very pumped for that. Yes. And I don't know if that's like a sickness of just like the MCU, like, like just treating us that way for so long. Yeah. Of like everything connecting like that. But yeah. It's just, it's just pure beauty. <laughs> um, Slash I'm a fanboy, but whatever. Dude, it was good. And I'm a fanboy too. Fanboy and out. You're hearing the nerd at, uh, in both of us right now. This is mostly superheroes. And uh, that was what if episode seven, man, it's all happening at mostly superheroes.com forward slash MCU. That's our Marvel cinematic universe library connections, explanation videos, and it's in watch order, which at this point now with as vast as the MCU has become, it's in, it's in chronological order, meaning timeline, like not release anymore, which I've talked about this a lot on the show. We are now full fledged. Timeline order, meaning that you start with Captain America and then you make your way to Captain Marvel in the 90s. Like, it's going to, I think it's, I'm excited. I actually just restarted it. I told you recently. How far are you? Uh, I'm I'm like 20 minutes from ending Captain America, the first Avenger. And the next will be Captain Marvel. And I really am excited because this is the MCU, like literally from a timeline perspective. And I'm going to watch every title. Cannot wait to get to WandaVision and binge this thing. Falcon Winter Soldier, get back to Loki again. And by the time I've done all this, who knows where the timeline, like we might be up to Spider-Man by then. I mean, I'm really put. <laughs> there's no way. I don't know. No, no it'll idea. be 2022 before I finish, but I would hope so. <laughs> Either way, um, I'll give you guys a little glimpses into that rewatch as I go, but we'll keep the reviews pumping at mostsuperheroes.com forward slash MCU. And with that, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we do have the meat, a Marvel title in the Sony Spider-Verse. We're talking about the OG Venom from 2018. Stick around. We'll be right back. Hey, podcast listeners. This is Chris Holsey. I'm the host of the new true crime podcast, Small Town Forgotten. In the first season, I focus on a very personal cold case. 31 years ago, my family member, Jimmy Wade Martin, was murdered in front of multiple witnesses in Bonterre, Missouri. A murder weapon was found and a man confessed, and yet there have been no convictions and no justice for Jimmy Wade's twin daughters. You can listen to Small Town Forgotten directly from our website, smalltownforgotten.com, Spotify, YouTube, or anywhere you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. The Meat. Welcome back from the break. This is Mostly Superheroes. Here with PC Mike. Actually, not this week. That's just a good old-fashioned habit, as they call it. (laughs) You do this uh, 80 times in a row or so. You start saying stuff. We're here with the Giggler. PC Mike will be back next week. Back from the break. Man, what a fun first half of the episode. Uh, Had a lot of fun breaking down What If Titans. Uh, Just talking with Andy during the break, which you can hear during our Patreon recording. Um, How, you know, when we first started this thing, it was like pulling the news out and any little rumor, any little piece of news. Now we literally have an episode where we have three things to talk about. And I, for one, I'm very happy about it. Me too. Makes it, it makes it easier just from a planning perspective. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. I feel like I could walk out of here and it might like we do a full episode, talk about everything we wanted to, and it might be like the next day. Yeah. Uh-oh. Just keep on going. Well, let's see if we, hopefully we don't do that too much right now with the Tangent City, which we go on sometimes, but we are talking about one movie in preparation for another movie. So it might get a little while. We're here for the meat, the chunk, the sizzle. It's why you came. It's why you're here. It's why we're here. Talking about a Sony movie in the Marvel world, the first live action interpretation 
of this character. You know him from the Spider-Man comics, the Spider-Man animated series. He's an anti-hero, a villain. He's a guy that comes out in his own movie, no Spider-Man, all on his own. Tom Hardy's playing him, and it's called Venom. You were right on 99% of that, but it's not the first live action. It's just the best live action. You just corrected me in the best way because you're right. The inevitable, because we're going to watch it The, the forgettable. Spider, the, the forgettable. Toe for Grace. Toe for Grace. <laughs> if you might remember from uh, that 70s show, <laughs> was also in Spider-Man 3, and he did play Venom. It's all right. I got you. It's... Dude, thank, I'm just glad you did it now so I don't have to like make an apology next week. That's what happens in the editing room. I'm always like, oh, great. Now there's something I get to correct myself on. How fun. <laughs> Stat boy. Stat boy. I love it, Andy. No, we got the first really, really good interpretation of Venom. You're right. We had, the first one was not so great. Uh, this one looks a lot bigger, a lot better, a lot more fun. Folks, this one is Venom. Full spoiler alert. Right now, the movie came out in 2018. And this gets a little confusing. This is where you get into the who owns what game, right? You're like, hey, well, how are you going to have a Venom with no Spider-Man, even though Spider-Man's owned by Sony too? So it's like they still, I feel like, could have maybe made something work. Either way, a little bit of help from Wikipedia here. We want to talk about the folks that made this thing, and we're going to talk about the, st the story and do some get gut checks from the gig. Or Venom is a 2018 American superhero film featuring the Marvel Comics character of the same name. This one's produced by Columbia Pictures in association with Marvel and Tencent Pictures, distributed by Sony Pictures Releasing, of course. It's the first film in Sony's Spider-Man universe. So this is actually a pretty recent uh, update that they're calling this Sony round of movies, the Sony Spider-Verse. So you got the Spider-Man films, you got Venom, um, you're going to have Morbius, and uh, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. This is what they're calling the Spider-Verse. Venom's part of this. And uh, directed by Ruben Flesher from a screenplay by Jeff Pinker, Scott Rosenberg, and Kelly Marcel. Stars Tom Hardy as Eddie Brock slash Venom alongside Michelle Williams, Riz Ahmed, Scott Hayes, and Reed Scott. And in the film, journalist, journalist Brock gains superpowers after becoming the host of an alien symbiote, which uh, the species plans world domination. And he's got to stop these guys. Andy, before we get in the story... We both just watched this thing. I think you watched it today. I watched it last night with Carrie. I'm going to give a little bit of her take. How did this movie go for you? How many times have you seen it, and how did this watch go? Well, I just bought a new recliner, and I sat in that baby today and watched <laughs> this. That was my favorite part of it, but the movie did not disappoint. I mean, this is one that I, it used to be on TV all the time on, like, movie channels and stuff, but, of course, right before this comes out, the, Let There Be Carnage, of course, it's nowhere to be found, and I had to pay three ninety nine to rent it, but as I, did I, I had no regrets. It was just as enjoyable as like the first time I saw it. And whoop, the pillow, the pillow nap fell. time, nap time. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so you enjoyed it the same amount, but you think you've seen it twice, three times? No, I've seen it probably like five times. It's, Ooh. it's just always, Oh damn. It's always on TV. I felt like so a while you, back. you see it. You're like, you know what? I'll keep watching. It's just kind of the same way where I turn on all the other Marvel movies and stuff that are on and I, there's nothing else on. I'm like, all right, it's, I'll just watch this. Nice, man. Uh, Carrie and I watched it ourselves. Did Stephanie watch it with you? Not this time. Not this time around. We've seen it many times. She likes it. Yeah. Uh, Carrie enjoyed it as well. She uh, had a similar comment as you when you first got to the house today. You know, it felt strange seeing a movie that you don't really have a lot of context for the character. We haven't seen just the one live-action interpretation that we in the Sam Raimi film. Um, so it's like, you know, what's this about? And this is also an origin story 
at its core, too. So you're getting a lot of exposition, a lot of things explained. I mean, you're learning about symbiotes and aliens that come from another place. This is a solo Marvel film, so there's, like, nothing else at play. It's just this is the story you're here to see. Um, give that spoiler alert already. Let's just get right into the story. I'll talk about this thing, how I feel about it as I go. Eddie Brock, Tom Hardy, he's a journalist, and he is always out to get the bad guy, no matter what. To his detriment, he's got this hot girlfriend. She's cool. She works at this science uh, research place, and because he's a reporter, and he's got an interview with her boss the next day, played by Riz Ahmed. What's his name in the movie? Dunk, Duncan? I don't know if we'll even get his name. I bet we don't. Because it it's the bad guy, the CEO of the company, who yeah, is into research, he's into R&D, he's uh, into space travel. Essentially, he's kind of like an Elon Musk, a Jeff Bezos. He's a billionaire in tech. He's also now into research. He's gotten himself into military contracts for like space travel. And he's obviously got a bad motive here. He's uh, looking to evolve the human race at any cost. And he's proven this time and time again. Uh, st studies he's had that's killed people. Eddie Brock wants to turn this guy basically into this in the spotlight and say, show everybody what he's got going on. This is Eddie Brock. He's got the Eddie Brock report. He's got like his own YouTube channel. He works for a major network that he's like one of the best reporters in the country. It seems like like people like know who he is. Yeah, was he kind of is on hard times now, but well, he gets in hard times because why he breaks into his fiance's laptop. Again, she works for this bad guy, right? Finds some details, takes it to his interview, outs him, but like unintentionally outs his fiance. She gets fired from like her dream job. Well, wasn't he already kind of on the outs because he moved from the he had a conversation with her about how they he moved from New York to San Francisco, and it was it kind of seemed like he kind of just worked his way out of there. Like he oh I I, I, I missed that had a bad story. That, I didn't in catch the beginning. The it seemed like they were doing just fine. They were like very in love. She wakes him up, and they're having a little pillow fight. Yeah, I was kind of confused because I was think I was more weary of like the connection to the MCU now this time, and I'm like, all right, so he's in San Francisco. Oh, how would this? I didn't even connect? think about. I just feel like they weren't planning at well, that point. Of course, but they'll they'll find a way. Uh, that's my opinion. We'll we'll get there later on the prediction yes. town, but on the prediction town, sure. But yeah, I th I'm pretty sure he said something about how he they he basically left New York to come to her, and she said. Basically, that okay. So they he, already he had lost a, his job. They already had a little beef. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, a little bit. Okay, that makes sense actually because I did think like one, it was weird that they were engaged and broke up so easily. It wasn't like they had just been dating a few months, but like he she gets. But I also understood like what he did was very wrong. Like he took that info into her work, yeah. got him got her fired. You know, at like it's like oh I'll get the story at any cost. It's kind of like the Eddie Brock story. He's also just kind of a weird dude. This is Tom Hardy, like, kind of just doing his thing, I feel like. This is definitely its own interpretation of Eddie Brock, the character. Um, but, yeah, he gets down on his, on his luck. The network lets him go. His fiance leaves him. Six months goes by. Um, and all the while, we meet these symbiotes that came in from space. The space rocket was um, funded by the bad CEO. Did you get his name? Oh, yeah. Um... Duncan? Is it Duncan? Carlton. Duncan Carlton? Carlton Drake. <laughs> Duncan, Carlton. Duncan Carlton. Carlton Drake. This is Riz Ahmed. 
Riz Ahmed, yep, that's him. I like him. that guy. I liked him too. Thought he's a great bad guy, like so uh, egotistical and god complex, all of it. I thought he nailed it. Yeah. Um, the way he talks down to people, the way he convinces his scientists to keep working. You get the one girl from uh, Parks and Rec. She's the hilarious scientist. She's got the glasses and the mm-hmm. kid, and I forget her name, but she does a great job. Um, but you meet these symbiotes that come on in this rocket ship, and they're basically black, gooey things that are alive, and they want to take over human hosts. But here's the thing. They only match up with certain hosts. If you match them up with certain humans, they'll just kill the human. The human will just die instantly in, like, really violent ways. And this this guy, the CEO, does not care. I already forgot his name. Carlton. Carlton. How can I forget that? So, like this. Just call him Drake. Carlton Drake. How can I, Those are so easy names to remember. Carlton Drake. He has another care. name, too, but we'll get to that later. Yes, he does. <laughs> um, and he, he doesn't care. He's like, he's doing the, these studies the whole time. He's using the symbiotes on people. And the scientist girl, forgetting her name, she, Merck, Merkel, Dr. Merkel, <laughs> something like that. Is that it? Yeah, it's something like that. I'm pretty close. She gets a guilty conscience, essentially. And she tell, and he's, she's like feeling bad about these people dying. So who does she call? Down in the dumps reporter, Eddie Brock, because he was the one that tried to take down uh, Carlton, Drake, and originally, so she calls him, they end up teaming up, he takes, she takes him into the place, this is where the story just gets like really wild, takes him into the place, he sees his homeless friend in a cage, and she's got one of these symbiote things in in her, but he doesn't know that, so what does he do, he does like the human thing, and just tries to bust her out of the glass. She gets out, tries to kill him. The symbiote goes into him. This is where we get Eddie becoming Venom. And this big manhunt happens. He's on the run, and we get a whole bunch of weird stuff. He runs out of the building. There's people shooting at him. He can block bullets. He can have uh, black stuff coming out of him, and he can ride a motorcycle and swing really cool. Uh, He can uh, just basically use these things to kind of like web shoot like Spider-Man a little bit. Crazy fun scene. That whole scene was amazing. The whole sequence. And every sequence, really, from here on out, is just really fun. The middle of the movie is mostly action. You just get to see kind of Venom do a bunch of cool stuff. And then when he eventually takes that full-shape Venom, that's when you know, like, this is really cool. Mm-hmm. Like, that looks right. Um, he's much, got a- much better than the first time. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that first one. To- Sorry, to- Topher. Poor Topher Grace. Um. So what happens? Okay, he's got the Venom powers, and he's like, i got to figure out what I'm going to do. Turns out uh, Carlton Drake also connects with a symbiote. You'll know, there was a symbiote that was kind of off on its own, journeying the Earth during this whole six months, like jumping from person to person. and That was my favorite part. The opening scene. So the opening scene. With, Not the favorite part of the whole movie. But. So the opening scene is like the vastness of space, the ship coming in. And, and how they, they and then there's some kind of commotion and then it crashes. It just comes straight into like into opens the up with the symbiote wrecking through like wrecking through that. I think it was like a truck or like something. Like a truck. Because it takes yeah. over the astronaut's body or like the EMT or somebody and they flip the ambulance yeah. and it just busts its way out. Like explodes like, it. Immediately I'm in. You're like, okay. Yes. Doesn't take long. Give me fi- more. Like you figure out right away in the first five minutes. They don't do a, 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 a bad job of explaining this. They're like, these are aliens. They're black gooey. You connect to people, and, and then it's really you're really strong. Yep. That's it. That's all you need to know. <laughs> well, that thing, that's him, right? Made it all the way back to the United States, to the CEO. They merge. This is the bad guy version of Venom. And the whole goal here is to get on that rocket as a symbiote 
go back to the home planet, and come back with a whole bunch to invade and conquer the Earth. Just eat everyone. And just eat everyone's heads. That'd suck. <laughs> that Hopefully that suck. never happens. If that happened like that, and these things were the... I mean, they can hide in people is the scariest thing. Right, right. Which, speaking of which, Venom hiding in Tom Hardy, it's not just him with the powers. Venom is its own character. He's a person. He's a, he's an, he's a character. He has a voice. He has a will. He even tells Eddie Brock at a certain point, because a big thing that me and Carrie get hung up on was, like, why was he so compatible with the symbiote? Like, he just happened to go to the, the place and get the symbiote from that homeless lady, his friend, and it's a perfect match. He reaches symbiosis within, like, a matter of a day, right? Symbiosis. This is, like, whenever the equilibrium happens. And it's like, why did that happen? And they don't really explain. Like, it's just kind of like a coincidence. It just works out, in, in my opinion. But Same. Venom says to, to to Eddie Brock, he says, I, I picked you. I picked you, Eddie. He says something like that. That was impressive. Wow. Eddie. I want to eat some heads, Eddie. <laughs> and he has a bunch of fun lines, and he's like kind of sarcastic. They had a lot of humor in it. You get Tom Hardy also doing some more weird stuff, just going to ramble it off, eating lobster heads, getting in a lobster pool, eating garbage, throwing up. Eating a lot. Like a, and looks like a drug addict. Just having like a seizure, like a fit. A lot of tater tots. Or like some kind of person just having a fit. I don't, I don't even put him in the box of dr- uh, drug addict. But like definitely had like weird all sorts of weird things happening. Very gross, very visual. If you get grossed out by people eating and making slobbery noises, you'll hate that. <laughs> For sure. Um, but he gets it together. Um, he has like a weird part with Venom where he finds out he's dying at the hospital with his ex-girlfriend and her new ho- boyfriend, who's a doctor, puts him in the MRI machine. Remember this? And then they get back together. So I guess he wasn't killing him? Remember that where he's like, were you killing me? Like he, the doctor friend tells Brock, Hey, this thing's killing you. I think he can. I think that's the thing. He can if he wants but to. But he changed his mind. Yeah. Which is what Venom says to Ed, Eddie at the end, when gearing up for the big fight. He says, I don't want to take over anymore. You changed my mind, Eddie. You've, I like you so much that you changed my mind. And he goes, all right, I'll go fight with you. Aww. So, the, yeah, exactly. So they go back to the rocket, go back to the CEO's big palace, and... We, here's where we meet the symbiote that is within Carlton Drake, and his name's Riot. Ryan? Riot. I know. Just kidding. <laughs> Ryan? <laughs> and he's got all sorts of tricks, as Venom says. He's got stuff, you, he's got shit you've never seen. <laughs> and he's got, like, a big axe. He can, like, do spikes out of his back. He's just a lot bigger. And you get a crazy, gnarly 3D fight between these two. Uh, at one point, all four of these people become one. <laughs> you pick up on that yeah that that's why i'm excited that let there be carnage is gonna have like a red character versus a black one because it was i hard didn't to know tell. who was who like half the time they were battling yeah and it's just a mess yeah. a mess of black and kind of gray and i think visually it's gonna look awesome we're doing imax right we are hold don't get ahead of yourself I'm andy excited. don't get ahead of yourself i know you're excited i am i am too sorry it's all right hey we're at you don't have to be sorry you talk about where your heart did, Takes you, okay? <laughs> Go for the journey. Wrapping this one up, though, big fight, big gooey fight. Uh, pretty much ends with the ship being exploded by Venom and the vi- Riot and Carlton Drake are inside. It goes up, it goes kablooey. Venom and uh, Eddie Brock fall to the water. They lead you to believe that Venom's gone. Venom's not gone. You meet, you see at the end, the Eddie and his girlfriend are kind of reconciling. 
and he's got venom on his back, and uh, he eats the same uh, thug guy that tries to hold up the jewelry store. He's, that was like trying to take money for protection yep. that you met earlier in the film. He murders him right in front of that lady. Eats his eats his whole body. Says he has a parasite. He's hungry though, and walks out. Yeah, whatever. I mean, that's a, that's a good. I mean, antihero. He's it just is. gonna only eat like bad guys. That's, that's what I, that's what Eddie Brock said. You can only eat bad people. Makes sense. That's, um, what I, that's what I do too. You get yeah right. You only get two in credit scenes. So that's the story. That's Venom. Pretty good. Kind of messy. It's an origin story. Then two or, two in credit scenes. The first one picks up the story exactly for what we're about to see in Venom: Let There Be Carnage. It's the in credit scene at the prison. Woody Harrelson playing. Oh my god! I can almost say it. I almost didn't. I was like, I know you got your phone right there. Terrence. Cletus Cassidy. Cletus Cassidy. Cletus Cassidy, a redheaded murderer who says when he gets out, there's going to be carnage. He, has, he makes a sign with welcome Eddie and blood. Eddie's there to interview him. Probably the coolest scene of the whole movie. Yeah, in credit scene, teasing you up for the next movie. Can't we talk about that one? And the second one, did you watch this one too? Did you remember? I don't remember it. I, remember, I didn't watch I it. I remembered this from theaters. Today. It's the same one from theaters, which I thought was pretty cool that they left it in. It was a teaser for Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. And they go, meanwhile, in another universe, and it's just a scene. Oh. Remember that? And Miles Morales is running. It's a scene where he meets Peter Parker. I don't think I saw this. In oh, it was life. great. Oh, I saw that in theaters. I, I couldn't believe it. So that's if you watch this and you rent it, we didn't even talk about that, but we had to rent this thing. three ninety nine, cool. not available to watch anywhere else, but we paid for it. We enjoyed it. Um, and we'll go give it up for 2018's uh, Venom. Andy, let's start with you. Final thoughts, anything we missed, anything in your notes we didn't cover, and let's go and get your rating on this thing uh, so we can move on and do some prediction town for the sequel of this bad boy. 2.75. I was going to give it a 2.8. Are you serious? Uh, that's funny. I figured just get them both done. It's the first time I've ever done a two-digiter, but I yep. was really stuck between 2.7 and 2.8. Yep. So I just split the difference. What would you feel about it? Um, what do you think the problems are? I mean, are? it's like, like... What's it? Because obviously we know the good stuff. The action's there. we got a story that we understand. What's missing? It's just it's just kind of like every other... It's just like the, the mold of all the other superhero movies, which is not necessarily a bad thing, but a lot... I, there's not just a lot that I like absolutely loved. It was mm-hmm. just... It was just yep. Slightly above average the whole way, I guess. That's the best way to put it. I'm really excited for the next one, for sure. Um, but I think in the back of my head, it might mostly be because of what we already talked about, the end credit scene and all this stuff. Which we don't even speculation. know. Which we don't even know yet. But I don't even, I mean, I'm still pumped for that. Like, like I said earlier, I said add a little red to, to instead of black black versus black with the, the villains here, but. I mean that red could be a couple couple different things. You know what I mean? I do. I know exactly what you mean. Um, all right, this one I like your I like your rating. I like that you threw in the two digits. I think PC Mike would respect that. Um, I don't know if he's seen this one. We'll have to see if we get his rating and ranking in the books. Um, any other anything else we're missing um, from the movie? We missed the Stan Lee cameo. Oh yeah, I got a Stan Lee cameo in this. That was awesome. Dog walker. He's just walking his dog at the very end of the movie. Loved it. Just made me miss him. Um, you get a Venom female Venom. Venom takes over his girlfriend, and they yeah. like make out. That was weird. That was weird. <laughs> um, again, Tom Hardy just eating stuff so hard. It was so gross. 
I didn't like that really. through those that bag of tater tots. I, I think the movie really moves quickly, and I just think you said it cookie cutter a little bit, and it's almost like I almost felt like this is fun enough. I mean, I think that's why we fell yeah. in that high twos, right? We're not yeah. like mad at the movie. It's cool. The venom looks good enough. The venom saves the whole movie. Yeah, hundred percent. Like if that's you like, if if that venom looked like shit, then your the movie falls apart yeah. so fast because Tom Hardy. I, I'll give it to him. I mean, this is Eddie Brock. No one really knows this character. We've only seen him in Spider Man Three. Um, this is just like its own character that you're meeting for the first time. I just thought he was kind of like quirky and interesting and like couldn't tell when he was like being real serious and joking sometimes so um but at the end of the day i had a good time you know i had fun all right let's get into prediction prediction town how about we move on from this one okay all right so this is venom it's in our it's in our new sony spider-verse category on the website can we talk about it we'll talk about it here in a minute venom let there be carnage the sequel teased out in 2018 coming to us here in theaters in september of 2021 we're seeing this thing at IMAX down in Ronnie's Marcus Theaters off Limburg, St. Louis. Huh? Said, what a surprise. What a surprise. Well, I bet we, we're going to eat at Three Kings. We might, who knows? If we have enough time, we'll stop at the Take 5. Please, God, let's do all this. We, we booked our tickets on Fandango. This is how we see the movies. And if you're going to be there that night, this Thursday, September 30th, look out for us. We got the, we'll have the swag on. We'll have some Mostly Superheroes merch. Um, you know, we'll sign autographs. and <laughs> Yeah. We have a, we have a little. The squad's Scott, growing though. Scott might trick me again. Scott's walked up to me in a couple of crowds recently and been like, "Are you a local celebrity from <laughs> Logan for most super?" Like, shut shut up. Yeah, um, that's me. Well, we're gonna be there, and this is the face off. We got Carnage, Venom. Let there be Carnage. The red guy. You're gonna get your wish there. Facing off, Tom Hardy. This is uh, Woody Harrelson as Classius Cassius Cletus Clay. Cassidy. Cletus Cassidy. It's Muhammad Ali. That's right. Close. Uh, it's a pretty similar name. And apparently he's going to get out of prison. There's something with a death, like uh, getting put to death. It looks like that might, uh, in the trailer, is how he gets it. Maybe his symbiote. Who knows? That's a guess. And we've heard a lot of buzz about an end credit scene. And we're not going to let that overshadow the movie. We're going to do what we always do, at least on my end, personally. Going to go in with level heads, level expectation. Um, but I'm hoping, I'll just say this out loud. Because we're here at the week of, Andy. We're two nights away for us in real time. Um, and a review next week, of course. So if you're listening now, get ready for this review of this movie. Maybe you should go see it right away if you haven't seen it yet. I want to see the Spider-Man crossover. Whatever that means. And I'm hoping it's Tom Holland. I hope it's MCU time. I hope it's time to bring the family together. I hope there's some kind of multiverse jump. Um, I don't know if we'll get it necessarily now. If Maybe that'll be more like Venom 3. Um, I think it'll happen eventually, but that's just a guess. What do you think? What are you hoping to see out of this movie? Do you have any expectations for this movie? Um, how do you feel going in? I don't... It's tough. I think it's going to be just like the first one. Just like slightly above average. There's not going to be something where I want to keep watching it. But the end credit scene, I sort of have a prediction that I don't think it's going to be anything connected to MCU. I think they're going to mm-hmm. start building their own sort of like villain verse over here. Sinister six towards that. Yes. Exactly. I think it's going to be more about like, here's this here's Morbius. Raven, the hunter Morbius. Yeah. But what about the vulture? They've already teased the vulture. Like they could even have, what if, so all of these, like what if they're like, we want to have Toby Maguire be Spider-Man again. Yeah. What if they had like multiverse Toby Maguire, Spider-Man, with 
sort of these these villains. What if he was Why, like what's he was stopping like the, them from doing that? If nothing. they're both Sonys. Yeah, what you're so right. Like it's already Sony. There has to be something else going on that we're not aware of. What the F is else is Toby Maguire doing right now? I don't know. Like, why would you allow Tom Holland to continue his trail with Disney whenever you got Venom over here just hanging out? Yeah, that's probably asking too much to have another Spider Man. That was that, Yeah, that's but not this is Venom. But this is like having Brainiac without Sp- Superman. No, I, I, I this agree. It's like though. having the Joker without Batman. The the crossover will eventually happen, but I think it's going to be a while before we get there. I, okay. I think it, I think they're going to do their own Sinister Six thing, and then maybe the, the, after that, and we'll, then it will happen. I think you. I think you're maybe onto something here. I think you had a really good guess. Because remember how we get so excited for these things, and we overshoot. I always try to just bring my. T- expectations you talking about down. wandavision 100 percent, yes <laughs> you're, t- you're talking about how we got kind of out of control <laughs> mephisto is going to be the villain of venom while there be carnage brandon yes. davis put out a tweet about that he's like i'm missing the wandavision days and just like all the theories like every little thing uh yeah i think you're right i think maybe you're onto something here slow roll it a little bit more about like the villains are building up maybe a crossover but either way something's happening in an end credit scene we don't know what it is but something something that's got people excited maybe more than one that would be awesome. Just stay off the social media as to stay away from them. I, I have to. I would be so mad if I saw it. I have been actively ignoring stuff online because people have been tweeting and putting on Instagram like all sorts of like spoilers and literally just yeah, spoilers. I'm not even going to sugarcoat it. Like literally being like, here's the end credit scene. And I'm like, why are you doing this? Like the movie's not even out yet. That's why I see these movies the first day that I possibly can. So if, if, if there's anyone that wants to give us like advanced tickets so that we can maybe just get that, that monkey off our back sooner, that'd be mm. that'd be fine too. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right, man. I had a lot of fun talking about this one with you. Can't wait to go to the movies with you again for the uh like tenth time this summer. Uh can't wait to see this movie. Venom Let There Be Carnage listener. Be sure to see this thing if you wanna enjoy the next episode of Most of the Superheroes. That's what it's all about. We're gonna be talking all about that movie. Breaking it wide open, talking about our movie experience. And this is uh pretty exciting. This is the first movie talking about venom 2018 that's going to be in our newest category page right into the categories the sony spider-verse is now part of this and it's funny that the first movie that's going into that is venom it's not even a spider-man flick i love it now you may notice well we'll talk about this and coming up but uh make sure you go check out that at mostly superheroes.com forward slash sony try to keep it simple for you guys thank you <laughs> thank you so you don't have to i can remember that that's pretty easy. Most of superheroes forward slash Sony, uh, and we'll keep filling that up with a lot more, which we'll talk about right now in Coming Up. Jam-packed episode, a lot of fun here with the Giggler in the basement. Another week, and we'll keep it going. DC Universe, HBO Max, Titans. We'll keep that going. Four episodes to go. Doom Patrol Season 3 just started as well. We're wrapping up Season 1 and 2 over here. And once we're ready to watch it, binge it, and review it, we'll let you know. And that'll be at mostlysuperheroes.com forward slash DCU. Mostlysuperheroes.com forward slash MCU. It's where you can find a schedule for Phase 4, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So much happening. What if we had a blast talking about Thor as an only child today, and next week's all about Ultron getting his body and what's going to happen. Can't wait to see what happens. Can't wait to talk about it. And then Eternals coming up November 5th. I mean, we are, we are what, five, four? Five weeks away. What? Five weeks out. I was just going to say how crazy it is that, like, we'll, we'll see Venom on the 30th. The next day is the 1st of October. 
then you can always then you can say that Eternals is the next month and then Spider Man's the next month. That's how it is. And then you also got Hawkeye in November, Christmas show, November twenty fourth, all taking us all the way to Christmas. Ms. Marvel will probably still come this year. Not a single trailer for that, it. I think that's been Has it been pushed? Pushed back, I think. Oh great. Are we out of date it, finally? Well, I, I'm just using common sense. You think about it, Hawkeye's probably gonna be at least six episodes. So that would be a hundred percent. You think you'd have to all be at the of, same time. All of December and that week in November. So there's you no assume, way. but you're assuming that Miss Marvel has to end before 2022 starts or Hawkeye. Yeah. I, I, that's got it. Cause Miss Marvel, cause Miss Marvel could start like in December and go into January, but that'd be weird. Having two at the same time. I don't think we'll get that. I think you're right. Like one at a time, especially when like, look, what's the next, right. the next show that's supposed to release after Miss Wak- Marvel. Wakanda forever. Is that the, no, that's the movie. Yeah. You're right. I don't know what the next show is. Uh, she Hulk. Oh yeah. That's it. Oh, Moon Knight. Moon is Moon Knight, Knight a show? Moon Knight, She-Hulk, She-Hulk. I thought Moon Knight was a movie. No, it's a show. Oh, my gosh. We're going to have to refresh ourselves on I all know. these. I know. It's wild. That's going to be cool. I mean. Don't forget about next year, next Christmas, the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy I'm just assuming, holiday special. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just assuming that they're going to have a show most weeks, and it's not going to really slow down. I don't know. I know. It's got to be. It's it, That's what's going to be the case. I mean, it's been. What's the longest gap we've had in between the shows? Like three, four weeks, maybe? That's about it. Yeah. yeah. Not not much this year. But yeah. maybe it'll get more spread out. We'll have to that's, see. Well, that's fine. Give us, give us time to breathe, I guess. For this podcast? Yeah. It's like every week. we got <laughs> too many things to talk about. But uh, we're not complaining. <laughs> keep it coming. Marvel Studios Phase 4 is here. And we'll keep you apprised of all the titles happening. And then in the Marvelverse, the Sony Spider-Verse, maybe going to be the MCU one day. We don't know. We're not going to get ahead of ourselves. Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Talk, seen it this week in theaters. Cannot wait. Now, obviously, we have called an audible here, okay? I put it on social media. If you're listening now, you're like, hey, liar. You said you were going to start the Spider-Man watch party this week. We were. Me and Andy literally texted about, hey, don't forget, watch Spider-Man tonight. And then I put, like, two and two together in real time. I was like, wait a minute. We cannot watch Venom 2 without talking about Venom 1, first of all. I appreciate that audible. That was like when you're an NFL coach and, like, he had you're playing maybe that Madden video game, and you just call that perfect audible that wins you the game? Yes. Audible, did. audible, audible. Hell Mary, always. That's what you just did. Well, I kind of did that. Hopefully it'll work out, because what we're going to do is, you got Venom this week, Venom, Let There Be Carnage next week. We're going to pick up this Spider-Man rewatch the week after. So we're only going two weeks. If you're a fan that watched the original Spider-Man film, 2002, Sam Raimi, don't worry. You just got to wait a couple weeks, and uh, we'll get that review. And we're going to still follow that schedule. We'll do the Sam Raimi films, the Andrew Garfield fil- films, and we've already reviewed the MCU Tom Holland films, but we might do like a soft review or something because I think I'll probably still watch yeah. that in my own time. Good call. We got to at least watch Far From Home, at least the last 10 minutes of it. <laughs> Maybe that's what I'll do. I'll just put on the last 20 minutes of it and like let it in because that's all you need. Um, so we will keep this going. Big thanks to Phase Zero and comicbook.com, Brandon Davis, for uh, this is the schedule that we copied from. And now we're deviating from slightly, um, but I think we can play catch up pretty quick because they're doing a movie every two weeks. So we'll still. Uh, play a role in this comicbook.com watch party. Go check that out. All right, Andy, another one, just me and you. PC Mike, uh, he'll be back in here. Can't wait. Uh, another week, another time. I was so excited for this episode, and we always say it, right? It was, uh, it was our best one yet. 100%. And even if it was last week and it was we wrapped up then, is the best one yet. We live and die by our last episode, and uh, I just got to say, man, I'm having a good time. This was season two, episode 40. Never disappoints, especially with a pregame dinner. 
Yeah. Crushed it this week. Well, we do dinner now. We get a little more relaxed. We can kind of like take our time. We're not trying to run out of here to get the next like, you know, Chick-fil-A or whatever we're trying to get on the, you know, like something from the fast food, which I'm usually doing at like 830 at night. It's Um, nice to have some beers while we we do this too. Cheers. Thank you for those. Cheers. I know you already finished yours, but cheers to us. Uh, Yeah, a couple beers during. Um, Why don't you give us a little sign off? I know you always like to give some love to the fans. And what are you looking forward to uh, in your life that you want to share with the group? I'm excited to, I don't know. Like I don't have, I don't have any shows like right now that I I, I need a new suggestion. What's going on in your personal life? Reach out, reach out and someone tell me what to watch now. Cause I'm kind of. You got any trips? Uh, You got any adventures, any more triathlons or anything? Not really. It's a low, low time right now. I think I'm just, uh, we're, we're, we're planning some, some winter trips to kind of replace the failed Mexico trip that we had like a month ago. Yeah, of course. So, um, and we got the holidays now. Yeah, for sure. We're going to Pittsburgh, seeing a couple Steelers games in December. Hell yeah. Very excited for that. Actually, I'm, I'm seeing two straight, even though they terrible right now, not doing so. Hot. Um, and my boy, big Ben might not even make it to that time. I'm trying to see as many games before he retires. Oh, I thought you meant like he was. No, dying. he's like, <laughs> no, he's just like, uh, getting hit very hard by large men a lot every week because their offensive line is really bad. Nice. So. Well, yeah, you can go out and support your, your team. Yeah, and, yeah. Going, be a good to, time. Uh, going to Pittsburgh for a game and then Kansas City the day after Christmas for a game. So that's going to be a good a good, good time. But before that, we're just kind of winging it. We're, we're trying to plan something for like a beachy type trip maybe next month. But we'll see. Nothing set in stone. We're kind of just flying by the seat of our pants. Well, just let me know before you make any travel plans because we have a strict schedule over here. You're right, and I I never miss. That's you, we, we miss our boy Mike today. Yeah, that's right. And I can't wait to have him back next week. Um, What would he say right now, probably? Yeah, what do you think PC Mike would say to I'd just say something really, like, deep, just that things will things will get better. Things will get better if you're having a hard time. Yeah. Just remember to enjoy the good things in life. Exactly. Um, You know, see a friend. Have it some. Falls here. Maybe have a. A have pump, some chili. Have some chili, some white chicken chili. Maybe have a pumpkin beer or a pumpkin spice latte. Um, wear some flannel. He's he's, he's here for the fall. Yeah, and a movie that. that we didn't even talk about in this episode, but we highlighted the trailer last week. Halloween Kills is coming in October, so maybe we'll have an excuse to get to the movies again. And I actually I like that you don't have too much going on, so I want you to focus on the show. Oh, fine, that's cool. It's, you, my, it's my number one job. I like it way more than my other job. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't mean that, Andy's boss. If you're listening. <laughs> Um, All right, man. Good to see you again. PC Mike, can't wait to get you back in here. And listener, watcher, thank you. You keep showing up. You keep uh, supporting us. You keep buying merch. um, You keep liking our videos and sharing us with friends. We are seeing a rapid amount of growth in the last few weeks. And I can just tell you, I know it's because you're out there talking about us. I know it's because you're out there watching and you're listening every Monday, Sunday on Patreon, you folks that are even giving us money. We can't say thank you enough. That you're listening to us idiots ramble about this stuff. But we hope you're enjoying it. We're hoping you're getting something out of it. We're out here trying to live our coolest lives. We hope you do the same. And we'll see you next week on Mostly Superheroes. Take it easy.